We've all heard the phrase, confidence is key. It takes all kinds of confidence to do what we're meant to do in life, but there are just so many of us who don't feel it. We're frozen with fear, doubts, and anxiety about what people will think of us and failure to do the thing. Our goal for what we want to do here is to share stories of people who are going through their own confidence journey, one step at a time, and hopefully encourage others to know that they are not alone and that confidence is attainable. So please join us in our conversation and perhaps have one of your own. Hello, Nick. Hi. How are you doing? I'm well. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you're well. Um, so you are here on the podcast mm-hmm. and I am very happy to have you. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be here and share what I think about confidence. I yes. th- thought about it a lot since you sent me the questions. So. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> That's the goal of this podcast, to get people thinking about it. Yeah. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Nick McLean, and we are actually cousins-in-law. We are. My wife and you are cousins. Very true. Which which makes us cousins by marriage, by that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married. Cousins, but you know. cousins in law, yeah. Cousins in law, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I grew up in a very conservative Christian type of environment, which I think is really relevant to. Um, some of the things I wanted to share about confidence. Yeah. Um, and I really love music. I love playing music. I love playing guitar. I, um, I mean, I've done musical things since I was a youngster. Um, and uh, let's see. So, yeah, I grew up in a church environment. Um, and then even after graduating high school, into college, um, I was in those types of settings and that type type of culture primarily, um, I would describe as like, um, white conservative evangelical Christian. Um, and I don't say white as a derogatory. It's mainly, uh, mainly meant as a descriptor to, to help, um, help understand your background. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not meant to be derogatory right. in any way. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of just a real quick flyby. I love it. Um, so, we, what has your experience been with confidence? Um, you are a little bit older than me, and um, but, and so, yeah, just what's your experience been? with with confidence yeah so i'm 35 years old and i feel like i'm just now discovering what it means to be confident and um i think for a lot of my life i think i confused what confidence was maybe i i think i thought i was a confident person or had confident confidence maybe Mm -hmm. because of some other traits or other things about me but um kind of ran into some difficulties uh um you know maybe a year or two ago and then you know the last five years maybe there's been some uh 
real difficulty I've kind of run into that's I think has shaken that. Um, and I've had to reevaluate, like, am I really a confident person? Did I really have confidence or was I maybe just good at being assertive or direct or like, I think there's a lot of things that I thought were confident. And I think that look confident on the outside Yeah, that I don't think were real confidence, but maybe it would help if I um, share what I think confidence actually is. Yeah. Yeah. What is your personal <laughs> so, definition? That would um, be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, confidence has a lot to do with a personal appreciation, understanding, and knowing of who you are as a person mm-hmm. and your abilities and what what you are competent in and able to do and just a just a grounded appreciation yes oh that's beautiful I love that yeah yeah that's that's an amazing um definition because a lot of people I think would say like oh yeah you feel good about yourself and that can be a part of it Mm -hmm. but it's way more than that confidence is just way more than just feeling good about yourself and yeah. All of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I say the, um, say appreciation for your abilities. I think um, maybe I've taken the long road to get there <laughs> because um, kind of back up to some of my early experience. I mentioned music earlier and how like... Um, how that's been a part of my life for a long time. I, at a fairly young age, realized that I wanted to play guitar, maybe maybe fifth or sixth grade. Uh-huh. And I was just relentless and like <laughs> begging my mom for a guitar. I just broke her down finally. Huh? <laughs> she, um, but the interesting thing about that is that... Um, the setting that I grew up in, I mean, it was, there were some really interesting and odd beliefs around music. Mm. Um, and maybe this will make me sound a lot older than I actually am. Um, but I grew up in church settings where it was taught that, um, that music, you know, has a potential to corrupt. And like the type of music that you listen to is very like, who you are it's a big deal like what Uh you let into your mind and like if you uh listen to something that um has you know explicit lyrics or you know it's just content wise isn't lining up with scripture that that could really like derail you it could derail you Mm -hmm. spiritually and you're going down the wrong path and that never occurred to me when I was in fifth or sixth grade. That's I, interesting. I, I looked at the guitar and saw some other peers picking up guitar, and I was just fascinated by it. Huh. And then when I got into playing, um, it was really interesting. When I, when I um, started learning guitar, my guitar teacher was teaching me all sorts of guitar licks from, you know, rock and roll and <laughs> all these things. All these things. That I really, I just really ate it up and loved it. And, but I was never, I, I just thought they were cool licks. 
Right. I was just like, wow, that is so amazing. I want to learn. And I felt I felt really confident, uh, competent. I picked. I feel like I picked it up fast. Uh-huh. I was able to play things by ear. But I think um, confidence, building confidence and your ability to know and appreciate things about yourself, I think the environment that you grow up in has such an important role in either helping you get there uh, quickly mm-hmm. or slowly. Like mm-hmm. it, it really can help speed up the process or slow it down. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like um, I was kind of fighting a lot in, uh, in that environment uh-huh. that things that were kind of naturally evident and apparent about myself to me, like I really enjoyed music, but my mom had a really hard time oh. with, with some of the things that um, naturally you learn on guitar, mm-hmm. you know, with those beliefs about music. So it is, um, okay, so not to bash my mom. Absolutely not. We love you, Mom. I love my mom, and I would say she's a completely different person than than we. There's not contention about music anymore, and that's that 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 uh, discussion's been a long time ago in the past. But Uh um, but it had a lot to do with um, I think me feeling like my journey towards confidence in myself was kind of slowed down incredibly. Um, But yeah, I was talking about guitar. Um, I think that's so interesting to say that um, your confidence journey is all about, not all about, but a good deal of it is about how you grow up. And with me, like, I grew up in a very um, supportive home, Mm -hmm. but I know that's not everybody's story. And that is just, I'm so glad you shared that, that your story was a little bit different because um, I just think it's so telling that you can still get, build your confidence, even if you've been part of a broken home or... yeah a um just a harder upbringing yeah yeah and i obviously didn't i didn't live a life on the streets oh no per se or anything so it's um some people have though yes yes um but that that sort of makes it tricky to kind of like figure out what's going on sometimes Mm -hmm. um because what i would say about my upbringing as well is that i do think that um, besides some of the discouragement I felt with music, I actually was in a pretty abusive environment physically, mm-hmm. uh, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, um, I actually went to a school that administered corporal punishment. Oh. So I actually spanked children in school. Wow. In Michigan, in rural pockets of West Michigan. Wow. And I'm sure that there are still people to this day I could go find them probably that are operating that way Uh and don't see anything wrong with it and honestly for a long time I never referred to it as abusive I didn't I I didn't think there was anything wrong with it Uh um 
It's I, all you knew, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I think it's only in the last five years I've really even started referring to some things that happened in my childhood as abusive. Uh-huh. Um, that was even hard, I think, to initially like acknowledge yeah. and speak out loud at first. Right. Um, so there was that stuff. Um, the music stuff is, I think, uh, easy way to talk about confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were some other things going on in my life, too, um, at such a young age that I had no clue about at the time or no tools to figure out or address. And and what I've discovered, you know, this past year is that I've got a diagnosis for ADHD. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's only something I've learned very recently. And right. so, but when I reflect on my early childhood and kind of observe what happened, I think that I displayed some hyperactive behaviors of ADHD. Yeah. But in the culture that I was in, very conservative, um, the only framework that any adults in my life had for understanding what was going on, I I think the only thing they could understand, only way they could understand it was that it was sinful or something was wrong with me or I was a stubborn, at best, that I was a stubborn child. Right. Um, But typically, you know, um, I was just a naughty child. Yes. Yeah. My my poor mom, like, (laughs) like trying to figure that out. Um, But, yeah, I never, I never had any intent of wreaking havoc on, right. on anybody i just yeah. like <laughs> that was just the way i was yeah um absolutely but I had no language to understand why right. it was that way right um until, until only a year ago so i think i think there were behaviors that got punished really harshly mm-hmm. um like through physical spanking and um abuse and then i do think that for me um PTSD or like a complex form of PTSD is probably in the picture. Yeah. Um, and so I've been working a lot with, you know, a therapist and different therapies, like just digging stuff up, you know, oh, and I'm like sure. yes. <laughs> just going through it, like trying yes. and, you know, even having a hard time at the beginning of that journey, like even accessing certain memories was incredibly difficult. Oh, I'm sure. So I feel yeah. like there's probably still some like things hidden in the back corners yeah. of my mind that I just like my brain doesn't want me to think about yet. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, kind of went on a sidetrack there, but. That is okay. <laughs> See, but you talked about therapy, which is something that I think is really important for people to, um, acknowledge that therapy is something is a tool that can really help with um whether it's with your confidence with um tragic pasts with whatever you need with um current tragedy maybe that's happening yeah uh therapy is is a great tool and a great option for people yeah yeah okay so as you were talking i think i remembered 
what my point was. Yeah. Our ADHD moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your point? You were before before I went off on that. You were talking about you know supportive household and yeah. not everybody has that. And I do, I do think, I do think it's possible to gain confidence, no matter your situation. Um, and it's that sounds like a simple thing to say and it's mm-hmm. not an mm-hmm. easy thing to do and right. for some people it is an incredibly difficult and sometimes feels like impossible thing to do yeah so I don't I don't want to diminish that um, by just simply saying anybody can have confidence right. um, so yes I do believe that's true but I do think it's it takes work difficult I think it's easier for some people yeah. Um, and I think it's a lot more difficult for others. And I think a big part of that is the type of environment that you grow up in. So Absolutely, yeah. And um, just the fact that it does take work. It takes a lot of um, very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very... Um, intensive and um the word I'm looking for is just intensive work and very um and that is just because you are working hard for it does not mean there's something wrong with you right yeah and absolutely yeah there's no that that can be yeah, I think for me that could I think that has been an easy default for me, especially growing up in a spiritual environment. Mm-hmm. Shame, I would say, became sort of a default mm. emotion for me. I think whenever I ran into situations that I couldn't explain about myself, and I think, you know, as I reflect black, reflect, reflect back, Sorry, I can't speak good. That is okay. <laughs> As I reflect, um, I think a lot of challenges I've run into are very well ADHD related. Oh, I'm sure. But I had the only framework I had to understand at the time was a spiritual lens. Uh-huh. And often, oftentimes, actually probably 100% of the time, it led to shame. Okay. If, if I ran into something that I just didn't have any other explanation for right like why why can't I do simple things that it seems like nobody else is struggling with right must be because I'm a sinner yeah that's the only explanation I have for it in this setting that Mm -hmm. I grew up in right um so yeah. yeah I grew up in a spiritual setting too but my setting was like completely different in the aspect where um I also grew up with a lot of health problems, so um, mm-hmm. doctors were not, we were not scared of doctors. We were not yeah. scared of um, getting help yeah. when we needed to. And so mm-hmm. I think in that aspect, I um, was very fortunate because I was diagnosed with bipolar when I was 25. Yeah. And um, again, same as you, I was feeling things that I was just like, is anyone else feeling this way? Yeah. Or is it just me? Yeah. And um, that that shattered my confidence too in who I was, mm-hmm. in how what my mind was doing 
was just so um, tragic. But again, in my spiritual upbringing, I, we were not really afraid of, we didn't default to the sinner. Yeah. Yeah. Aspect. That's really super helpful. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, it kind of speaks to like, I think we're sort of saying, saying the same thing. It yeah. sounds like that, yeah. you know, like having a supportive environment or not supportive can either like make help. or break. Yeah. It, or it could, you know, definitely help or hinder yeah. the process. But I think the work that is involved, if I could describe it at, at, at a basic level, it feels like what I'm trying to do essentially as parent myself mm. and as probably the simplest and the simplest way to describe it and maybe the best picture mm-hmm. of what I'm really trying to do I feel like with therapy and different um, things I'm discovering about myself is thinking uh, thinking about okay what what are things as a child that really needed to be there for me like what what would a super nurturing household have looked and felt like and really honestly um you sort of have to provide it for yourself yeah um and and uh we've even done that quite literally um in some therapy sessions where um you know bringing up memories uh-huh for me as a child but also trying to um, you know, from an adult perspective, you know, from where I'm at now, speak to my younger self what I needed to hear. Yeah. And almost, um, in a way, sort of maybe change those memories or like, I I don't know how to describe it, but... Nurture yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like provide provide what you need and, and for your... Um, do it for yourself yeah and that man that could be i i empathize with anybody who's um maybe had a lack of nurturing in their growing up years because it can besides you know hindering confidence i feel like it can also be incredibly difficult to figure out um what the problem is that you're facing in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I think that is just so, um, it's hard to hear, but it's, it's something that I think people who, um, maybe grew up in a more sheltered, um, life, not in the respect kind of like, conservative but more in the respect of they grew up in a very loving home and they don't they don't know anything else Mm -hmm. i think it's important for people to hear that not everybody grew up that way and not everybody um grew up in a way that was loving and nurturing and um i mean that's something i need to hear every once in a while just because i grew up in a very loving and nurturing home and um it's just yeah it's just something we need to hear because we need to hear other people's um, experiences and other people's um, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm in a good place right now 
That's good. To, to just share what happened. And I, I truly don't feel shame about it right now as I'm describing these things. Like I just, and I think that's due to a lot of the work I've done already yeah. in therapy, kind of resolving some of those, um, those traumas and some different um, memories and grief and yeah. things that needed resolved. Absolutely. So where do you think you're at now with in terms of confidence? Yeah, confidence, I feel like um, discovering that I have ADHD was, was really kind of a pivotal moment mm-hmm. um, in that it, it really gave me, I feel like it kind of freed up my mind to go down a different track besides the shame track. Okay. So it, it, to me, I'm still trying to figure it out. Oh, absolutely. Um, (laughs) We all are. Because yeah, but I, so I, I grew up hearing, you know, Christian household version of the gospel and Jesus and, you know, Jesus is the answer for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, which I'm still trying to figure out if I believe that or not. Yeah. I do believe I I I do still believe that he is the answer to sin and death. Yes. Um but I have uh, I have intentionally distanced myself from thinking about things in moralistic terms and from having discussions in a in explicitly spiritual manner. Mm-hmm. Um Simply because for me, it, it has always led me towards shame. Right. Which, you know, I've, I've also discovered recently is, is really a manufactured emotion. I mean, shame can be helpful. Uh-huh. And I think it is helpful a lot of times in the way that people describe it. Okay. Where, you know, if you do something wrong, you know, there might be a, a shameful. Consequence. Or feeling or emotion. Very true. And yep. that, and that, um. And that causes you to reevaluate and maybe make a change. Mm-hmm. And then it just moves on from there. Right. Except for me, it's never moved on from there. It's oh, okay. always stayed, it's been stuck right. in shame. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I've run into difficult things about myself, it's, well, you know, internal dialogue is something's wrong with me. Or this must be because I'm so sinful, mm-hmm. and it's a tape in your head. It, yeah, yeah. Well, and well, being being super sinful is not a bad. Well, it, it is a bad thing, but <laughs> it makes Jesus greater, right? Right. Because like, it does. Yep. because of how sinful I am, that means Jesus has to be that much greater. Exactly. Um, which, in a sense, um, I feel like can be true. And also not helpful at the yes. same time. <laughs> yes. Very, um, very true. At least for some at least for myself or somebody who maybe had a similar experience where shame is like so second nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's helpful to maybe get out of that. So yeah, anyway, the ADHD diagnosis really gave me started giving me some language start observing and noticing things about myself that I really didn't have any other language for before. Yeah. And it's been 
re- really incredibly freeing, like incredibly freeing from shame, e- even more, even more so than the gospel. And I, I hesitate <laughs> to say something like that because it's like it's spo- the gospel in the Christian world is supposed to be this ultimately freeing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had a similar experience when I was diagnosed with bipolar. And I was um, put on the right medications, and it mm-hmm. was very, very freeing. But in a way, I think it made the gospel more, um, even more, I was able to see it better. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, um, in and of itself, like, God gave us tools to... Um, as time has progressed and I believe doctors medications um are part of those tools yeah absolutely yeah so um in a way um the tools that he gave us are um help us to see him better yeah so maybe I think um maybe I should temper what I'm saying by explaining that I think the version of the gospel I grew up with was not the entire gospel Okay, that makes um, sense. I think what I heard was super hyper-focused on sin mm-hmm. and our need for Jesus, mm-hmm. which I still do believe is true. Mm-hmm. But the part that I missed was the being created in God's image yes. piece. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, and that's that's like what your whole podcast is that's exactly (laughs) so um that's the part that i really don't think i had at all in all of the gospel that i heard growing up wow um and that is chain that changed you yes and that's the part that i do um if i do engage in spiritual conversation or discussion or thought Mm -hmm. i do um i do think about that aspect of the gospel Mm -hmm. because because it was so lacking for so long mm-hmm. uh, in my life, I do feel like I sort of feel like I have to like maybe over focus on that piece of the gospel just to yeah. like pull myself back into balance, like mm-hmm. into a healthy balance maybe. But, yep. um, but yeah, but un- hearing, hearing that piece of the gospel that we are, created by God with unique uh, and special abilities. I I feel like that adds another layer onto confidence on top of what I described in the beginning. Absolutely. So, yeah. So yeah, I the real gospel, not uh not the not the partial gospel. Yes. I think that I that I grew up hearing. Yeah. And it's important to to um differentiate yeah Yeah. absolutely and i think with um yeah just the confident i love that you are um saying that even though you're 35 you're still figuring it out you're still um figuring out what confidence kind of is to you and what it feels like almost kind of yeah yeah so i think I think I I think I knew 
so there's certain things that I absolutely knew about myself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought up music because right. that really early on, there was no question in my mind that I love music. And actually, that I'm thinking about it, I think I was really drawn to music probably because of some sensory mm-hmm. needs with ADHD. Like oh, music probably. is such a stimulating thing for the brain. And when you play it, I mean, like, Everything, everything in your brain is firing on all cylinders. So I think, um, I think maybe that's something I just naturally gravitated towards yeah. to cope with some th- all the, of the way that I was. Oh yeah, without realizing it. But yeah. um, the storm in your hood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, um, what do you think? What do you want? maybe younger people to get out of your experience with um with your journey through gaining confidence your shame yeah so i i your last question that you sent me about um what would you share share with younger people or younger generation um it's interesting because i don't feel like i would have a ton to say for a younger generation, but I do feel like what I have to say might be for an older generation. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's go with it. And I, I think there are a lot of generations that have grown up with very similar experience that I had. And I, I joke with people now that I, when I talk about my growing up experience, I try to explain to people initially that, you know, I, I feel like I had the childhood experience of a 60 year old today, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, absolutely. that's like the, yeah. the easiest and simplest way I feel like I can describe it. Um, so I guess what I would say, um, is it may feel like it's, too late at a certain point in your life but I don't I don't think that's the case I think that trying to remember things even I think even if you're 60 trying to do the work of recalling things that happened in your childhood and doing some work maybe with a therapist Mm -hmm. um to parent yourself yes because I do think I do think there are a lot of a lot of people um, that I think have struggles, but maybe don't have language for it, or don't don't even acknowledge it mm-hmm. as a legitimate struggle. Because mm-hmm. either it just feels normal, like that's the way things have always been in our family, or um, whatever. But it's unimportant maybe yeah i don't know there's all sorts people are different for yeah all sorts of reasons but um but yeah i don't i don't think it's ever too late to do the work of parenting yourself yeah and it's not too late to do anything really i mean like i think that's that's a huge um because being 28 and still in school, it's like, oh, you're, it's, it's a little too late to 
to do what you're doing, or it's a little too late to follow your dreams, or it's a little too late to do whatever. Yeah. And um, I think it's never, I, I love that message that it's never too late to do the work to better yourself. Yeah. And um, I, that's just an amazing message, I feel like. Yeah. For anybody. Yeah. But particularly the, you know, for older people, for younger people, for, I mean, yeah, it's just because I felt it's too late to do certain things and it, you know, it's not. No, no, it's not too late. <laughs> I'm, I'm young. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. But I, um, you know, I mean, it still creeps up as you get older. Um, that's something that does creep up is it's, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, um, you know, I go back to music, too, because I it, it does feel like there are all these things I wished I would have or could have done. And, you know, I should be should be much further along than I yeah. than I am, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But um, um, I feel like that could be a pretty common or natural natural feeling or experience um but that's it's not really helpful no nope. um yeah i what is more helpful i think is to be present try to identify okay like what emotional issues or roadblocks am i running into or or you know why why is something a struggle for me like observing it in a, in a as objective a way as possible and then doing something about it with and, and I think parenting yourself um, basically providing the nurturing for yourself that you needed um, that I mean that is you know I feel like directly related to confidence because yeah. you know as a child you know you're really you're really kind of leaning on input yeah. of others to kind of help and guide you. Like, who am who am I as a child? Like, what do I like to do? What are my interests? What are yeah? And um, yeah. So yeah, nurture, provide it for yourself. Cause that's how confidence grows. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Nick. I loved your story, and um, I loved that you were just so excited to be here that yeah really excited feel, yeah that made me feel good <laughs> yeah definitely well it's been a pleasure thank you so much